Merry Christmas. Now, what New Year's resolutions should you keep? Merry Christmas. Welcome to the Access Health Radio Show. I'm Dr. Brian Forrest, and this week we will be talking about ways you can keep yourself healthy in the new year. And we also, towards the end of the show, will have some very personal special guests. And we'd like to take a moment right now to acknowledge the companies that support Access Health Radio. Thanks to Marley Drug in Winston-Salem for supporting our show. They mail order generic medications directly to your home with free shipping, often at costs that are much lower even than the big box pharmacies. Check them out at MarleyDrug.com. And also remember their new membership program. You can check that out at GoMD.Care. Well, Dr. Forrest, uh, I want to give you my personal uh, Christmas wishes and uh, hope you are having a uh, great Christmas weekend right now. And Dr. Forrest, it is that time of year. A lot of people are well-intentioned and they are looking forward to the new year and they are going to make some New Year's resolutions. I understand today you're going to tell us about some ways to get the new year off to a good start and ways that people can make New Year's resolutions that might actually help their health. Yes, and a happy uh, New Year and Merry Christmas to you too, Mike. So people make New Year's resolutions for lots of different things, but one of the most common themes is that people want to do something to be healthier. And as a physician, I am totally in support of that. The truth is, though, that many people have difficulty following through, and once they feel like they have messed up, they just put it on hold until the next January. So what I'd like to do today is give people some tips for turning bad habits into good ones and the changes that will make the biggest differences in their health for the new year. Well, this is a great topic and one that I need to pay attention to today. So, Dr. Forrest, what resolutions will actually give the biggest bang for your buck, if you will, for listeners in terms of New Year's resolutions? Well, there are basically five key areas that would cover all of the resolutions that will actually have a significant impact on health. First is weight loss. For you know anyone whose waist size measured at the belly button is over half of their height in inches. Weight charts and BMIs or body mass index really do a bad job of telling us if our weight is affecting our health. However, it has been determined that if you can measure your waist in inches, it should be about half of your height in inches at the belly button. So if you're six foot tall, that's 72 inches. So your waist should be 36 or less. Don't set unrealistic pounds that you need to lose, just an inch goal. And, uh, you know, basically every one inch and uh, every eight weeks is reasonable for most people to maintain. Uh, The second thing that's a good health goal is smoking. Uh, We have years of evidence that now smoking not only causes certain medical conditions like cancer and emphysema, it actually makes almost all of the other medical conditions worse. Did you know that smoking can actually cause herniated disc and back pain? It is hard to quit, and we will have a whole show on that in the next year, but this is an important one. Setting a quit date that is not on any special occasion and telling friends and family about it has been shown to be one of the more effective methods. There's also a quit line that we will also link to on the website. Third is exercise. Plenty of studies show that moving more is one of the best things you can do to live longer and be more functional, uh, even in your later years. So, you know, you don't have to set out to do an Ironman. Use realistic goals. As little as 150 minutes out of a total week 
can really pay huge dividends. Uh, the fourth good resolution for health regarding your diet uh, is regardless of weight loss. You want to eat less saturated fat, um, less than 10 grams per day. Um, you know, eating more fiber and fruits and vegetables can improve cholesterol, bowel problems, and even some skin issues. So, but make it easy on yourself. Find vegetables you actually like and that you can prepare quickly. A good rule is to eat vegetables that grow above the ground, nuts, whole berries, and only fruits that are not super sweet. And lastly is modifying alcohol consumption. You know, alcohol in excess of one drink for women and two for men per day has been shown to be harmful. Uh, and less than that uh, has not been shown to be a problem for most things for people that don't become dependent, um, except in terms of brain health. Some newer studies show that uh, in terms of brain health, any alcohol can be bad. Uh, and people can check that out. It's called the Oxford study. Uh, you also want to never cut down too quickly with alcohol. Going from a 12-pack per day to nothing can have some severe consequences like seizures and spikes in blood pressure. So a gradual taper is needed for that. All right. So uh, five basic areas there. Weight loss if you need to, and you told us how to measure that. Smoking, exercise, eating healthy, and modifying alcohol consumption. Those are some great tips. And uh, I'm going to be asking you some more questions about how to make those stick in just a little bit. But right now, Dr. Forrest, it's time for the Access Health Tip of the Week. When trying to make healthy lifestyle changes, the hardest thing is the phase that happens right after your initial willpower wears off. So once you're past the first few days of rock-solid commitment, you're going to be faced with that first bowl of ice cream, potato chips, etc., and the couch and recliner may feel like it has a magnet holding you back from getting out and going and doing any exercise. But the key is to push through. The tough part is those first few weeks. If you can sustain a new habit for six weeks, it's, it becomes much easier and you can get into a new habit. Only this time it's a good one. Good advice right there as we head into New Year's resolution season. I'm Mike Davis with Dr. Brian Forrest, board-certified family physician from Apex. Coming up, Dr. Forrest is going to cover more specific ways on how to be successful with New Year's resolutions for your health. This is Access Health Radio. Welcome back to Access Health Radio on this Sunday afternoon. I'm Mike Davis with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest, and a very Merry Christmas to you. We're talking about healthy New Year's resolutions today. But first, Dr. Forrest, if people want more information after hearing about these resolutions and ways to keep them, or maybe they'd like to know more about your practice or they have a question for you, how can they uh, get in touch with you? Well, if listeners want to send general non-emergent questions and possibly have those answered on the air, they can go to our website at accesshealthradio.com or they can send an email to accesshealthradio at gmail.com. If they'd like information about our medical practice in Apex, North Carolina, they can go to acchealth.com or call 919-363-0190. And after the show, if they want to listen to an on-demand podcast, 
uh, of the show or a family member to listen to it, they can go to WPTF.com. We're also available on Apple Podcasts. Uh, and one announcement I'd like to make today, it is the end of the year, and we're always trying to see what we can do for families, especially those that may not have insurance or may have insurance but have really high deductibles. Uh, our practice is going to take a limited number of new memberships, uh, and we're calling it the $49 plan. And the idea is it's uh, to keep things simple for folks, it's going to be $49 a month and then $49 anytime they come into the office. So you know, even if they're getting lab work, even if they're having physicals, even if they're having EKGs, whatever, uh, this is something just to make it easier on those who don't have insurance or who have higher deductibles. And again, it's going to be a limited number of folks we're going to take at the office, uh, but it's called our $49 plan and it's $49 a month. And again, $49 anytime they're in the office. So uh, they can call Whitney about that at 919-363-0190 or check out our website at acchealth.com. All right. Thanks, Dr. Forrest. I appreciate that. We are talking about healthy New Year's resolutions, and you gave us five key areas just a few moments ago. Again, weight loss, smoking, exercise, eating healthy regardless of weight loss, and modifying alcohol consumption. Now, what I want to know is those are all great areas for New Year's resolutions. Here's my question. How do we make them stick uh, at least until the spring, <laughs> you know, how do we get past week one? What, uh, do you right. have some advice on that? Right. So, you know, most importantly, don't set unrealistic goals. The biggest mistake many people make is that they go too extreme for, for example, somebody that eats fast food five days per week might say, okay, no more fast food ever. Well, the chances of success with that are very low. And often when people fail, that discourages them so much that they just give up completely. So the truth is all of us will fail. That's a certainty. The key is that when we do, we forgive ourselves and sort of get back on the wagon. So if six days out of seven, you eat a great diet and the seventh day you mess up, you're actually doing really good. And six out of seven days can have huge health benefits. Many times we think of it as all or nothing, but we should just try to make it as often as possible. Um, second of all is have many goals. For example, uh, saying I'm going to lose 50 pounds in two months is unreasonable, not to mention unhealthy. So set a goal for January 15th, then set another goal for February 1st and so on. If you miss a deadline, just reset the goal for the next shorter time period. And lastly, you cannot focus on more than one thing at a time. So, you know, if you try to cut carbs, cut sodium, cut calories, cut saturated fat, cut fast food, et cetera, all at once, there's just no way to do that. So instead, pick one specific goal at a time and work at that one until you have achieved it. Then you can focus on another area. I often tell patients all the time that I could probably give them a list of 100 things that they should do for their health, but instead, I'm just going to give them one or two uh, at the most at a time. And much, most people are most successful doing that strategy. Yeah, I agree totally uh, with that idea. In fact, I was working with someone on a totally something, you know, not health related, but um, he was really trying to take on too much. And I said, let's just focus on this right now. And, and that has worked out well for me. And I think it worked out well for him as well. So now, it seems to me as though one of the most important aspects of keeping these resolutions is going to be accountability. What are some ways that people can be accountable for these New Year's health goals? 
Well, you're right. Accountability is really important. And it's been shown that people that have an exercise buddy that they work out with are much more likely not to skip a day or procrastinate a workout until next week instead of doing it today. So if you have a neighbor that's going to knock on your door at 6 a.m. expecting you to walk with them, you will not want to answer the door in your bathrobe and tell them you just can't make it today. So this is one reason that group programs like Weight Watchers are successful. That positive peer pressure of people having the same temptations and trouble as you can actually be very encouraging. Um, it's also good to tell people what your goal is so that you will feel a little bit self-conscious about your behavior. Having friends and family you trust say, hey, what happened to you trying to quit smoking can really help some people. Now, having said that, there are people that sort of retain their pride and their control of their own habits. And for those people, it might actually backfire. So some people, when confronted by friends or family about failure with their goals, can actually respond by making their habits worse. So this is something people have to really know about themselves. In general, though, people who set goals that they only keep to themselves are less successful. By the same token, household contacts that are having similar bad habits may make it incredibly difficult to succeed. So, for example, if one spouse wants to quit smoking and the other does not, it has been shown to be much less likely that either will be able to quit. So, you know, setting goals as a family sometimes can be very helpful. Absolutely. So, Dr. Forrest, could you give us some specific goals that are good for our health as we consider New Year's healthy resolutions? Well, some of those we mentioned already, but specifically getting waist size down to under half of your height in inches at a rate of about half an inch per month will really pay dividends for blood pressure, blood sugar, arthritis, and your risk of cancer. Uh, Stopping smoking has to be a top priority for those that do, even more so than weight. Um, Cutting alcohol, we already mentioned that, um, and trying to get that down as much as possible. We know with the new Oxford study, that any alcohol is bad for brain health and makes you more likely to have dementia in later years. Um, And then I would also say, you know, cutting carbs uh, to under 100 grams per day, um, you know, less than 10 grams of saturated fat, and getting at least three servings of what we call cruciferous vegetables, things like kale, broccoli, uh, that type thing, cabbage, and then low sugar fruits are all great dietary goals. And you can use apps and the internet to find the content of calories and such in almost every food now. Now, you mentioned specific goals. What are your thoughts about setting specific dates to hit those goals? Well, setting specific dates can be helpful, particularly for things like quitting smoking. However, a couple of things might surprise you about which date might be the best. Sometimes people pick birthdays, anniversaries, or other emotionally charged times, and it can actually be more difficult to start a new routine or to break a bad habit because it's harder to do that during more stress. So I encourage people to generally pick dates that they think will not be as stressful, won't be too busy, and generally recommend starting on weekends. Sometimes that gives you at least a day or two of being successful before you're sort of back to the work or to your normal routine. Okay, that that sounds good. Thanks so much, Dr. Forrest. He is Dr. Brian Forrest, board-certified family physician from Apex. I'm Mike Davis. This is Access Health Radio. Straight ahead, we're going to go over some of the key points about healthy New Year's resolutions. 
Welcome back to Access Health Radio on this Sunday afternoon. I'm Mike Davis, and with board-certified family physician from Apex, Dr. Brian Forrest, we are talking New Year's resolutions, healthy ones for the new year coming up. Uh, Dr. Forrest, I have to ask, do you have any New Year's resolutions yourself? Well, Mike, I I always do. I think uh, generally this year I want to eat less carbs, uh, eat more colorful vegetables, and uh, all while maintaining my old resolutions from previous years, like daily exercise. You know, if every year we make one resolution a new permanent way of life, you know, after a few years, we should be having pretty healthy lifestyles. And I think the key is sort of taking one at a time and then maintain that change before we try to make another. At least that is what, you know, I've seen be the most successful for most people. I've got one too, and it's one that you gave me a few weeks ago. I'm going to eat more broccoli and less there you go. and less cheese sauce. I can't go wrong with broccoli. There you go. It's time now for our Access Health Trivia of the Week, Doc. So what percent of people keep their New Year's resolutions and for how long? Studies done by the University of Pennsylvania have found that by January 8th, just 77% of resolution makers are still on track. And after six months, only about 40% will have kept it up. Remember, there are no perfect human beings, so falling off the wagon will happen. The key is jumping right back on, and that's what can make you successful. Yeah, you don't have to wait a year to get back on, right? That's right. You can get right back on the very next day, no doubt about that. Well, Dr. Forrest, it is Christmas weekend. I understand you have special greetings from your family members today. Yes, my wife and three children are here today and each have a special message for our listeners. From our family to yours, have a blessed Christmas and a happy new year. Feliz Navidad y Feliz Año Nuevo. Merry Christmas and have a safe, happy new year. It's Christmas. Happy Christmas and happy birthday, Jesus, Jesus. All right. Merry Christmas to everybody, and uh, we hope you have a terrific new year. We uh, hope you have a peaceful new year and uh, that you find peace in uh, the Savior that is Jesus. And our scripture this week is especially meaningful. Uh, It comes from Isaiah 9, 6. Uh, For us to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Access Health Radio Show in 2021. We look forward to having a great new year ahead and uh, helping you with more health information for you and your family. Uh, Until then, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and may God bless your health. 